So, uh, hey, Naomi. Hey, Bex. Who is never hungry at Christmas? Who's never hungry at Christmas, Bex? I don't know. <laughs> the turkey, because he's always stuffed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really sorry, like, immediately, but... My- my brain did some anti Tory jokes to fill in that blank. Um, oh, but anyway, getting political podcasts to no. surprise no one. We are lefties. <laughs> <way. laughs> so wrong, so shocked. Oh my god, I never would have guessed that this these girls on their Christmas movie podcast who often talk about progressive things are left wing. Wow, truly a revelation. Wild. Good thing Wild. to kick off the first day of Christmas with. Hey, yay. <laughs> Welcome to Jingle Bells. I'm Bex. And I'm Naomi. And we're here to talk about Christmas movies. Because it is literally Christmas every day here at Jingle Bells this week. Yay! This week! Yay! (laughs) Seven Days of Christmas is a well-known song. Don't know what you're talking about when you're saying it's 12. Seven. Seven? Mm -hmm. 100% sure it's seven. We're doing seven. Yeah. So last year, if you joined us, we did 12 Days of Christmas. Unfortunately, due to our own schedules and our desire to rest, uh, we have decided to only do seven days this year. (laughs) Yeah, 12 was a lot. 12 was a lot. I mean, originally I pitched five, so we've gone up from that. So you're welcome. It's a nice middle ground. It's fine. Yeah. You know, really get people in the the mood for Christmas. A proper week. Proper week in the run up to the festive, the big day. Our arbitrary Christmas deadline is to get the seven days of Christmas out before Christmas Eve. Our life is actually a Christmas film. That's what it is. Yeah, 100%. We're not blessed with our own Vanessa Hudgens, but we do have plenty of activities to fill that void in our lives. 100%. Yeah, lots of uh, Christmas chores. Got to do some Christmas dishes. Some yeah. Christmas ironing bed sheets. <laughs> Why are you ironing your bed sheets? Because my mom's coming and she would expect ironed bed sheets. I and see. I want to impress her. And I want to be like, this is my fancy house. Look how crisp and clean my sheets are. <laughs> you let me know how that goes, girl. I'm oh, sure yeah. it'll be great. <laughs> great, thanks. Did you get some Christmas sheets? Like, I've seen loads oh. of duvet sets and stuff in like, oh, town and totally stuff recently. Sh- Oh, I totally should. I should mm. totally go and buy some stuff that I don't need just so that it's festive. Yeah. Festive beds throughout the house. If you know of any great <laughs> festive bed spreads, please do tweet at us at Jingle Bells Pod or contact us on Instagram at Jingle Bells Pod. Um, mm-hmm. Thank you to those who have been doing that. That is really cool that people have been doing that. Yeah, we've seen a lot of stuff. A lot of people taking our film recommendations, which has been really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, just people enjoying the festive season. I am loving it. Like the more excited and the more into the season we get, the more excited people are getting for Christmas. And like, you know, we've been contacted directly several times now about conspiracy theories and films. Yeah, uh, that people have opinions, <laughs> and you know what? Good. So do we. <laughs> um, I suppose actually we should uh, probably bring you guys back on track with us and talk about the film that we have for you today so it's another netflix original it was released on december 2nd um and it is single all the way 
Personally, the only way I can describe this is it is a big gay Christmas. It is a big gay Christmas. It's yeah. great. It's great. Yeah, but we'll, like it's we'll it's a big it. gay Christmas. Like okay, right off the bat. Yeah, from right from the, the from literally from the first <laughs> shot. Yeah, to the last, <laughs> it's a big gay Christmas. It is, and, uh, but it's fab. It's it is. It's so fun. It's so mm-hmm. cheerful and amusing and mm-hmm. sweet. Yeah, we'll yeah. we'll talk about it. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's you're you're gonna do a synopsis for us, which means yeah. I need to rashly think <laughs> of a synopsis jingle. Okay, here we go. Jingle bells, jingle bells, it's synopsis time. <laughs> Naomi's gonna read some stuff and Bex is gonna rhyme. Hey, <laughs> delightful. Thank yeah. you. Excellent for the first day of Christmas. I love it. Um, yeah, okay, so desperate to avoid his family's judgement about his perpetual single status, Peter convinces his best friend Nick to join him for the holidays and pretend that they're now in a relationship. Is it accurate? It is for the first ten minutes, but then Nick immediately shuts that shit right down and gets on board with Peter going on a blind date with the beautiful James. Oh my god. Unfortunately, Peter's family believe that Nick is actually Peter's guy, and as the week progresses, Nick realises he's got feelings for Peter after a hefty dose of encouragement and meddling from Peter's family. Yeah. Would that be more accurate, Bex? Yeah, 100%. I mean, I, I'm i actually very, very glad mm-hmm. that they didn't pretend to be dating. Like, right? Oh my God. I was, I, when, they, mm-hmm. when it was pitched, um, and not, we have seen other movies this year that mm-hmm. have had pretend relationships in them and mm-hmm. holiday situations. Yeah. Um, literally holiday and love hard. Go and check out our previous episodes. Um, but I was really, really, really glad when immediately Nick gets there, he sees mm-hmm. an out and he goes, ah, I'm going to take this out. Okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, that was brilliant. It was it was a really nice touch because, yeah, I was also dreading the pretend relationship stuff because it will create unnecessary it's, tension. And it's the same. It's the same thing. It's like we yeah. pretend to be in a relationship and then we get found out that we're not in a relationship and everyone gets upset. And then we get like... I just didn't want to see the same conflict again. So I was mm-hmm. really, really glad that it wasn't that like, you know, she's they're not going to have to give a speech being like, oh, actually we lied to you for the whole of Christmas. Yeah. Like, it's just kind of awkward. So yeah, anyway. we've, we've watched a lot of films with like lying in them this year. So. Yeah, just a lot of <laughs> not being very forthcoming with yeah. the, the truth. And it's a bit, you yeah. know, it just, you just don't... Adults in real life do not tend to lie so much. I mean, I'm sure some do, but like, mm-hmm. if you're in a normal, healthy, respectful relationship, mm-hmm. like, I mean, obviously it's a Christmas movie, and this is the whole point: is that Christmas movies are massively dramatized. I really don't think that anyone's family is that insane. I mean, she's a mom in a Christmas <laughs> movie, so obviously she yeah. has to really care about her child's love life. That is the only plot that a parent can have. Well, she married uh, off her other children, so like she'll have to, yeah. you know, make sure she the last one's cared for. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I, I think this is, because it didn't follow that, and obviously mm-hmm. that was in the synopsis, so I was a bit like, ooh, and then it didn't turn into that straight away, and yeah. instantly I was like, oh, now I am very Just... interested to actually see mm-hmm. where this is going to go, and let it be healthy and sweet and nice and mm-hmm. forward, and yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. it was great. I really, really loved this. Uh, I mean, the cast were fantastic as well, which takes us nicely on to talking about 
the who's who and who's not of this film. Um, so Michael Urie was Peter. He was also Marcus St. James in Ugly Betty from 2006 to 2010. He was Gavin mm-hmm. Sinclair in Modern Family. And then he was also Stephen Dinovera in The Good Wife. Um, yeah. You know, you've you've seen him in loads of stuff. You'll know him, especially if you did watch Ugly you'll, Betty. Yeah, you'll mm-hmm. recognize his face and you'll be like, oh, it's that guy. Yeah. Um, I mean, next we have Philemon Chambers as Nick. This is actually Chambers' second listed screen role. So he first starred in 2020's um, Of Hearts and Castles as Marcus. Um, you couldn't yeah, tell I, it was I've a second role, I've never seen right? him before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was he was really fantastic. Um, I thought that he was really believable mm-hmm. and, and nice and he's very attractive. So it's great to mm-hmm. see it's it's really nice to have like Michael Urie as obviously the main lister in this film being mm-hmm. you know as being someone who is very well re- known and recognized and then them yeah. giving opportunities to different actors that we may not have seen before so yeah. very excited for that no it was great um then we have Kathy Najimy as Carol or Christmas Carol as she's known for the whole of December <laughs> Um, her breakout role was Sister Mary Patrick in Sister Act, but she was also probably more famously known as Mary in Hocus Pocus. Um, she's also voiced Peggy Hill in King of the Hill from 1997 to 2010. Um, sorry, I'm going to try really hard not to laugh through this one because I've got to get to the end of it. But Barry Bostwick is Harold, um, Peter's dad. He played Brad Majors in Rocky Horror Picture Show. He was also Roger Frank in Cougar Town alongside Courtney Cox. But the bit that I'm going to lose my mind at is the fact that he was Santa Claus in Santa Girl, which we never got round to reviewing. No, because we didn't finish (laughs) it, but we have... We are obsessed. I I do really think we need to watch this movie. Um, we don't know. We really don't have time to talk about it right now. No. Um, is it, hang on. Is Santa Girl the one with the crazy? Oh, she goes off to call. Oh, it's the arranged marriage one. Is the Jack oh, Frost? My yeah. God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, it's a while. I watched ten minutes of it, and then yeah. I decided it wasn't quite right for the podcast. And we mm-hmm. and, and we were going to watch it last year. Yeah. And we were watching so many things last year that mm-hmm. as soon as I was in it, and I was like, nope, this isn't right. Let's it's something work. else. It was. Mm-hmm. Um, I think now we could have maybe watched it for this year, but we didn't. Uh, no. But go and watch Santa Girl. Mm-hmm. I've not seen it, but it looks. <laughs> wild yeah let us know if we should review santa girl yeah you know right? it looks pretty fucking wild yeah. so anyway couldn't, that couldn't was very exciting mm-hmm. i knew i recognized i was like i yeah. know this guy and i really don't know where i know this guy oh apparently it's from santa girl that's yeah. where i know this guy <laughs> he's been in loads of stuff again he's one of those actors that you're like oh it's that guy from that thing um but no he's he's in santa girl he is in fact santa claus <laughs> Um, anyway, like bringing it back around, there is Dan Finnerty. Uh, he was Kevin the Snowplow guy. You often see him cast as like this overdramatic wedding singer, and he's had roles in like Old School, Starsky and Hutch, and The Hangover. But yeah. I think the thing that we were most excited about, and really one of the biggest redeeming qualities of any thing that she's in any film yeah. any film, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jennifer Coolidge is in this as Aunt Sandy. Most famously, <laughs> most famously, she is obviously Stifler's mom in the American Pie series, but she was also Fiona in A Cinderella's Tale alongside Hilary Duff. And then I guess most recently and most notably, she is Sophie Kaczynski in Two Broke Girls alongside Kat Dennings. Yeah, she's also mm-hmm. in Legally Blonde, which yes, is great. Of she's course. amazing in Legally Blonde. <laughs> she's in, I don't know, she's been in everything. She's yeah. like a very, she is just a gay icon mm-hmm. uh, of mm-hmm. our, our time. And it's, um, it's amazing. She's just beautiful and yeah. hilarious and, and great and everything. And I think she wasn't her normal 
No. She wasn't as mm-hmm. her normal sort of role. There were still like similarities with her role in this as she's had previously. Mm-hmm. But yeah. um, she, she was a, a lot more toned down, right? Like She was a lot more toned down. She wasn't mm-hmm. so, it wasn't like slapstick stupid. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Which is normally what she plays is just like so dumb that it's like, ha ha, she's so dumb. Mm-hmm. Makes me want a hot dog real bad. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah. I... Oh, no. oh, look at you. You look like the 4th of July. Um, sorry, I'll stop quoting Legally Blonde 2. Um, <laughs> but yeah, anyway, yeah. so she, but she, yeah, she was much more toned down in this. Mm-hmm. Her, but she was still like the fabulous, like gay icon, fabulously mm-hmm. dressed aunt, like beautiful hair, yeah. awesome costume, booby-licious. Like it was yeah. great. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. She I, was I really like this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she's absolutely fab i mean like her, yeah her style was toned down she definitely wasn't the same roles as before but also like they still kept those little bits of those characters that came forward like yeah. the fact that she was wearing her sister's christmas tree ear uh, like uh, decorations as earrings i was like yeah. yep that's that's typical jennifer coolidge yeah. move i actually thought they were just earrings but fine yeah me too <laughs> and then it was like quite pointed out and i was like oh that's hilarious that she was like that's oh hilarious. that's glittery and big and i like it i'm gonna put it on my ear i'm like yes jennifer coolidge okay i promise i will eventually stop with a jennifer coolidge impression no um, don't during this Please okay, just keep, keep it going. Yeah, I'll just, just keep it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I did the Christmas tree count um, this time. It was completely unnecessary because literally the opening shot is a bunch of sexy Santas being fo- like photographed in front of like five Christmas trees. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And it's like, there's a lot of shots of it going back and yeah. forward. They go back and forward. Then they go to a Christmas party. I was like, oh, I'm really mm. glad I'm not counting the trees in this. But it is it's obviously yeah. christmas it's very yeah. clearly christmas <laughs> it couldn't be more christmas if it tried to be honest mm-hmm. um but yeah so like five trees six sexy santas immediately i was like that's probably enough and a partridge <laughs> in a pet. Anyway, yeah. um, we did i did get to 20 by 30 seconds but that was because it was mostly the santas standing in front of the trees at yeah. every opportunity um as as always unfortunately or sorry not as always but as we find most often, no Vanessa Hudgens still, although mm-hmm. she would have been fab in this, I imagine, she as one of the sisters. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, yes, I would have loved that. Right? Anyway. She'd be so good. I don't know, the, sister, I think the <laughs> sisters were good. I don't know who played yeah. them, but they. I think they... they I, I didn't really have an issue with any of the casting mm-hmm. in this movie. I feel like they did a pretty good job of, like, having a having believable relationships in between yeah. all of the characters and having like the the funniest thing is having the two husbands of the sisters being like we're just gonna be over here yeah. like in the background the whole time <laughs> not really being significant but occasionally making a witty comment and they're like stuck mm-hmm. together and i was like that feels like the vibe if you're yeah. like two people who've married into a crazy family you're gonna be like okay we're friends now that's just yeah. how it's gonna happen so help me <laughs> yeah I've got your back too. Yeah, yeah that's exactly but what a it felt like. Sexy Santa mm-hmm. photo shoot is a a wonderful Christmas activity that I would recommend everyone partakes in. <laughs> yes, a hundred percent. Um, we had like a lot of different activities. There was Christmas lights being put up. There was a Christmas pageant. They constructed an entire like nativity scene in a beautiful montage that we'll probably get into in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, there was Christmas tree shopping, skiing. Like Beck said, sexy Santas. There was even tree decorating ugly sweaters abound you know snow falling beautiful cgi snow at the end of the film yeah there was christmas (laughs) yeah they were doing christmas presents at the end as well Mm -hmm. and 
yeah it was really cute it was really really sweet Mm -hmm. it was and that is like what we've kind of spoken about with all of our sort of different kinds of representation over the last or over this season especially um but it was really nice to see a queer love story that was actually joyful and yet didn't have all of those shenanigans and all those things that make it really tense like Mm -hmm. if you join us in a couple of days we're actually going to be talking about happiest season um which is to be honest kind of the opposite of this film happiest season more like gross terrible season That wasn't good. That wasn't good. I should have thought of something. I thought you were going with like crappiest season, but hey. Oh, that would have been much better. <laughs> Damn it. Curses. I'll hand my, I'll hand my notes then. <laughs> Give me my P45. I'm gone. Um, no. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, in mm-hmm. a, yeah. In a few days, we'll talk about happiest season. And that obviously mm-hmm. is another um, LGBTQ plus mm-hmm. uh, rom-com Christmas movie. And mm-hmm. a lot of the confrontation is based on coming out uh mm-hmm. and, we, and we talk about it a lot in that review so we won't go into yeah. it too much here but it, it, well, it was like night and day with this particular mm-hmm. movie where it's like oh my god they're gay and that's not the fact not that they're problem. gay is yeah. not the problem it's <laughs> not the issue it's not the what like you know his mom is setting him up with cute gay guys from the gym you know what i mean it's yeah. like mm-hmm. And that was really nice to see it just like a loving accepting family who love mm-hmm. and accepted his friends and were just like oh cool sure and i'm sure that's like you know not always the the way for families Mm -hmm. but it's really nice to see that because that's we want to encourage that within families like you know i mean we'll be like oh look how normal it is there's this Mm -hmm. great movie about it and no one's bringing it up the fact that they're gay other than to be like trying to be uh, aware of their prejudices against gay people and stuff like that like the mom reading it's such a mom (laughs) move to be like i've been reading this uh learning about lgbtts and it's like it's so so good because what Uh would you do if you didn't know and you're a woman of that age Mm -hmm. you probably would go find loving my lgbtttt child and it's like great (laughs) So and she does like christmas carol does reference the book throughout the entire film and it's really it is really nice to see that his parents go on that journey for themselves as well and they don't rely on peter to hold their hand and to teach them about what it is and like how he wants to be loved and stuff like they're actively seeking out how to incorporate like that how to change their own ideas like yeah i mean to be honest, like, can we let, let's just start with Christmas Carol. So Christmas Carol yeah. is Peter's mum. She is mm-hmm. fab. She just loves life. Um, she is a mum who loves Christmas, but she also loves. How would you put this, Bex? Like, your partner has a bit of a, a thing for you know, it's my wine time kind of signs. Would you would you say that that's oh what, my what God. those are? Yeah, yeah. Um... <laughs> They do have a name. I can't remember what they're called. I think they're called like encouragements or something like that. There's meant to be yeah. these, these, you know, kind of kind of cheesy signs that are like, if you think my house is full, you should see my heart. Uh, live, laugh, love. Like all of these kind of posters. And she, she loves them. She's mm-hmm. got loads everywhere. It's like a big sign with a countdown for Christmas being like, mm-hmm. oh, you got four days to get yourself on the nice list. Mm-hmm. I did appreciate that. that though because like we never have a timeline oh, for a film right useful for us <laughs> to be so able good. to keep track of what was going on it was like oh they're going for 10 days that feels like quite a long time uh-huh. but um 
you know, whatever. Yeah, but three of those are in montage, so it's not so bad. Yeah, three of those are in montage, yeah. so it's fine. Yeah, I really liked Christmas Carol at mm-hmm. 100%. What a great drag name. Would probably mm-hmm. be my drag name if I was a drag queen. Um, She <sighs> was very, like, sweet and understanding, but she still had her own, like... She had her own quirks and personality. Yeah. Like, she clearly had some, like, not aged beef necessarily, but, you know, you're always going to have a little mm-hmm. bit. If you've got a sister that you don't agree with, you're always going to have a little <laughs> yeah. bit of, like, eye rolling and stuff like that. Um, and obviously Jennifer Coolidge is the sister. And if Jennifer Coolidge is your sister, you are going to fucking roll your eyes sometimes. <laughs> it's just how it works. Um, but ultimately, like, she's supportive. Mm-hmm. She encourages Peter to go on the date with James. Um, mm-hmm. And by encourages, I mean pretty much like forces him to go and then yeah. she's like present and she's like what happens next and they're like uh you leave like why are you yeah. still here but she's just so <laughs> like she's clearly very proud of all of her kids and she's uh-huh. clearly very like she wants what's best for them mm-hmm. obviously she's still a mum, so occasionally she's gonna decide that she knows what's best for them regardless of what they say yeah um but yeah i really like christmas carol mm-hmm. i think she's uh She's a great mom character in a, mm-hmm. in a Christmas movie, having enough of that standard like mom stuff that they all do of like, oh, my kid is single, better fix it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but without that being her only personality. Yeah. I mean, like Carol's personality could be split into wanting to marry for children and also loving Christmas, um, which is, is a rarity for them to have two strands of personality <laughs> during these films. But she did. Um, I mean... Yeah, I, don't, I couldn't really tell what age the siblings were necessarily. I could tell kind of who was the oldest, but I couldn't to tell between the younger two who was the middle and who was the oldest between Peter and his youngest sister or younger sister. It wasn't no, super I clear. Really, no, I didn't. I didn't really. <laughs> I didn't really know. Oh, I just want to yeah. before because now we're we're kind of in New Hampshire. We're we're kind of leaving. Like, the LA stuff was inconsequential. It's just about movie setup. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. I want to point out two things. Number one, he he has a boyfriend. Peter has a boyfriend at the start of the movie and he's going to bring him home for Christmas. But turns out, and I mm-hmm. literally guessed this uh, because mm-hmm. I said in my notes, or oh, the hospital is calling feels like a cover. And it was, mm-hmm. it turned out this guy it was married mm-hmm. um, to a woman and had kids and stuff, and, but was also dating Peter. Yeah. Um, Peter literally has the line of, I'm not going to judge you for whatever journey I'm on, but uh, mm-hmm. but I'm not into that. I can't believe that you lied to me and mm-hmm. told me you were thinking. And I was like, I love the fact that he's yeah. like not going, you need to come out, you need to do this, whatever. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. just like, Mm-mm. I know for me that I can't deal with someone who's like not open about their sexuality and yeah. you need to deal with that. Um, and it was like literally night and day from Happiest Season. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get into it. But the only other thing I want to mention is they go to a party and it has candy cane martinis. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> they took the leftovers from the princess switch and brought switch. them over. Brought them over. <laughs> Along with the they trees. They delicious. <laughs> uh, they just shipped all those actors and those candy cane martinis together. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I was just sorry. like, oh my God, yeah. how how wild that they were in two movies. But yeah, anyway. No, it was great. <laughs> I, I mean, I did, I really appreciate that moment as well because that's the thing is like, it's so different to a lot of the other films that we see, even if we're not just talking about queer stories like Happiest Season, like in Love Hard as well. Like, I feel like it would have been a very different film if they'd turned around and just been like, nah, we're not lying. Like, let's tell people the truth and let's, you know, either go our separate ways or build a like relationship based on mutual respect. Like that's mm-hmm. very much the thing. And that is it is like these two characters, like the two main characters are Nick and Peter and they're gay, but they're like, 
they're so much more than that. Like, they're actually given yeah. well-rounded personalities. They're actually given, like, essentially a backbone and stuff. Like, they're not afraid to be who they are. And that yeah. is incredibly refreshing and really different as well because that is also kind of the premise for most Christmas films is that it's a journey of self-discovery and you don't know who you are until you go to the tiny town and meet the man that's going to fix your life. Like, do you know what I mean? And you don't have that here. They're already themselves and they know each other and then that kind of takes their love story to a different level as their friendship evolves and grows over the film. And it's Mm. not the same kind of thing. It is very different to what we normally experience. Yeah, I agree. And I also think as well, it really, like, their their whole pitch of them is that they are, they've been best friends for eight years. Yeah. And that then becomes the conflict is, and, and I think that, I mean, I wouldn't know because I met my partner and was like, cool, we're just going to date immediately. Whereas <laughs> this might be a more of a, a conversation that you had with Jingle Boys because you guys were friends for a really long time first. Yeah. There's always, like, that concern if, if you start, mm-hmm. if you go from friends to lovers, that if it doesn't work, you're going to lose that friendship. And, Ooh, like, yeah. I think that, and that became the conflict within this movie, which I felt was like a lot more organic and real than oh we lied to my parents and said we were dating and then Mm -hmm. we broke up but we're still best friends like you know I mean it's like yeah how are you gonna do that um so yeah I think I I just yeah it's just I mean I'm just really glad that that was the conflict because I feel like that's such a like that feels reasonable you know what mm-hmm. i mean that feels like you know if your best friend if you you admitted that you're like okay i do have feelings for this person but they then turn yeah. around to you and go like i love you like i'm in love with you mm-hmm. that's a big moment like that's a lot to take in and and it's a lot to spring on someone when they're not in a safe environment where you can sit yeah. down and have a conversation or they can take a moment to go away mm-hmm. and it's obviously a lot when then the guy you've been the the super hunky guy you've been on blind dates with then comes in and gives you a big hug and is like, yeah. hey, oh my God, like blah, blah, blah. Let's go to a bar. Like, Yeah, jealousy. It was, yeah. <laughs> it's a very useful yeah, emotion sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, mm. But... No, it is. Yeah, I, it was It was nice that they're... Mm. Yeah, and I don't want to keep banging on about it, but I was just really glad that they're... they're uh, love story was super LGBT friendly, but also yeah. positive and joyful. It was, it was really positive and joyful. And yeah, that that's it. It's like the stakes were high for this in a very different way because again, like you said already, they had a very long standing friendship and that is very much what Peter keeps saying throughout this process because at, at one point um, they've done the nativity and at this point Peter and Nick have spent a lot of time together building these sets and going through the scripts with his nieces and nephews and all the other people involved. Um, and then Nick eventually does admit to his feelings and Peter has a normal human reaction where he's like I don't know if I want to do this and he goes the risks are too high Uh, (laughs) run away and like I definitely a hundred percent a hundred thousand percent get that um having done it several times myself um but like it does come around really nicely and also the fact that like Peter's family spend a lot of time with Nick through this film because Peter is mm-hmm. off dating, but that's what the family wants for him. And like, you know, he yeah, they discovers set it what up. he It's not like he shows stuff. up and goes yeah, like, he doesn't ditch everybody. oh, I'm not going to do it. They're, they're mm-hmm. super happy for him to do that with the exception yeah. of his two nieces who are 100% knows what's up. And they're like, yeah. um, no, excuse me to be with Nick. Why are you going out with this other guy? And, yeah. and literally do everything they can to, to stop it, um, mm-hmm. which is very funny because that is what teenage girls are like. And they do like to meddle <laughs> in stuff that they should not. Um, um, no, and I'm that's just glad thing. I got nephews and not nieces. Like Jesus. <laughs> yeah. 
But um, like, so all of this is happening, and then they do have this confession, and eventually it comes back around, and Peter has this really nice heart to heart with his dad. Actually, I mean, this is before all the confessions, and his dad's like, "I always thought you'd end up with Nick, not just because you're gay and that you are in like close proximity to each other, but because." you seem really happy around him and that's yeah. the thing is like the family doesn't seem to be pushing because they think they know what's best necessarily it's just that they think what they've seen is closer yeah. to the truth instead of him going out and dating like these douchebags like the doctor who's like two-timing him and then yeah i'm not saying that the gym guy is a douche because like they do have some really nice oh, moments yeah. and they actually have quite nice chemistry but he's just not He's the super same personality as well. Yeah. I mean, it's literally, mm-hmm. it, it was honestly so what the, the obviously Peter leaves Nick hanging and Nick goes, mm-hmm. Oh, I need to go and call the dog. And he's like, I'm stupid, I'm stupid, I need to go and mm-hmm. leave. Uh, and goes and gets his staff and, and whatever. But then there's this really honest conversation between James and Peter where they're sat down and mm-hmm. it's like, it's clear, it, literally, James is like, all you've done on all of our dates is talk about Nick. Like, yeah. I know what the script... He knows what the script is. And he doesn't take it for, like... He's not offended by it. No? He's not, like, horrified. Mm-hmm. Or he doesn't take it as a sign to be, like, jealous and try and win him over. He mm. just has this honest conversation with him where he's like, look, I like you. I think you're really sweet and great mm-hmm. and handsome. And you like me and you think the same about me. But, like, it's just really clear to everyone except you mm-hmm. that there's probably something there between you and Nick that that's worth exploring mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and kind of peter has that honest moment with him where i think it's nicer than it being like obviously i really enjoyed the the conversation between with him and his dad mm-hmm. but it's something different about having a peer who understands who yeah. has you know who is the same sexuality as you who may have had some of the same like experiences mm-hmm. um turn to you and kind of have that open and frank conversation being mm-hmm. like okay, yeah, you can totally have platonic relationships between two gay people. That's what we have because you're in love with Nick. Yeah. Um, and it was kind of like <laughs> doing it that way. It was just like, oh, it's really uh-huh. nice. And mm-hmm. yeah, I was really, I really wanted them to get together, which is, you know, yes. normally in these films, you know that they're going to get together. Like, okay, they're going to get, oh, Amber, are you going to end up with Richard? Ooh, shock. Um, <laughs> oh, I wonder if Fiona and Peter are going to end up together. Meh. But like in this mm-hmm. one, and I think this is what I had the similarity with this and with Love Hard is where I really went, I really do want you guys yeah. to end up together. Even though mm-hmm. I know you will, I'm still I'm still rooting for you. And I mm-hmm. think that's something that is missing from a lot of the Christmas movies because you don't really care about it. You're kind of like, oh, they yeah. will, it'll be fine. And you're just watching the journey happen. Yeah. Whereas with this, I was like, we're rooting for you. Move to New Hampshire, write your right. book. Open your plant shop, quit your <laughs> shitty job. Like, you know, you're really like chopping at the bit to, to make sure it goes goes well. So Well yeah, like it kind of immediately as well, aren't you? Like and it's not they have so many nice little moments peppered in. Cause the thing is as well, when Nick shut it down in the initial stages and then Peter goes on his dates with James and stuff, like there is a really sweet moment where uh, Peter and James have finished up their date and they're trying to get a Christmas tree because Christmas Carol has gotten this hideous tree hideous, that Peter hates. White plastic tree. Yeah, so they've gone to get a real one and they're trying to get it on the car and it keeps going too far forward over the windscreen or it keeps going too far back and like it's not tied up and they like, you know, have a, a kind of like little near miss moment like with a, little... a kiss and stuff and like a bit of a cuddle kind of thing. Like he, oh, sorry, James catches Peter as he tries, yeah. he's fallen off the car, right? 
Um, and that was really nice, genuine chemistry. And that's before it becomes clear that they should just be pals. Yeah. But then, like, there's other sort of meet cute kind of moments as well. Like when uh, Peter finishes his date. He goes off to the supermarket to get some wine because, you know, you need wine to get through Christmas sometimes. You need wine to get through Christmas. Um, <laughs> but it turns out that Nick has also been in need of wine and they just have this lovely little bump into each other and it's like it's, Yeah, so it's like cute. they have their own little meet you yeah. within their movie, but they've already been friends for eight years. And I think that was probably an intentional thing, but it was yeah. it was really sweet. Also, Peter shopping for wine is me shopping for wine because he goes, <laughs> mm, this one looks good. I'll get two bottles. And then he like pushes the cart forward, pulls it back and grabs four more bottles. <laughs> <laughs> bottles and puts in the cart. I was like, you know what's up, Pia? Mm-hmm. I got you. I know. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Also, like, you know, in that respect, it does kind of hark back to classic sort of Christmas films like The Holiday as well, like when Cameron Diaz is going around the supermarket just tanning a bottle of wine. Um, you know, it's really, really nice. And they do have these really sweet moments, but there's a nice mix between the romantic and the friendship in there as well because they're still quite cautious like they're happy to see each other because oh look it's my best friend yeah but as the feelings are starting to grow you're like how do i be around you how yeah (laughs) how how do um and i think that was the thing for nick is that Mm -hmm. it was it was clear earlier than i I mean i to us as the audience obviously it's always clear who likes each other um but for Nick, he just wanted to, He, it's like, this is my best friend and regardless of whether I love him or, or whatever, mm-hmm. it, it, that's irrelevant to me wanting to make sure he's happy. That's yeah. the real sign of like love. It's like, if you love someone, but they're not into you, mm-hmm. then surely the next best thing is them being really, really happy with someone else. Yeah. Like that's got to be what it is. Um, Absolutely. So yeah, it was just, <laughs> it was very sweet. Um, yeah. I really, 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 really want to talk about the nativity and the pageant. Please, yes. please, please, can we spend all of the rest of our time talking about Absolutely. this pageant? <laughs> yeah. Well, we talk about the pageant, um, which ties very nicely into the fact that Nick is a, a task rabbit. Is that Yeah, what oh my is? God. I don't know whether right. that's an official thing, but I could really, really do without having a site like that where yeah. you could just put in, oh, I have this shitty little job that I need doing. Can I pay someone to come and help me do it? And he like goes yeah. and hangs out Christmas lights and it's like, mm-hmm. it feels like an Uber for handyman. Like it's that yeah. kind of like you can, like a delivery service it's definitely like i'm pretty sure it's actually a thing in the u.s i don't know if it's so much of a thing here but yeah like i'm pretty sure it's an actual real thing that's cool but, right. great you um, should come here i could i have a few odd jobs <laughs> i could really do with a hand with um yeah, yeah um, so he's he's yeah. a handyman effectively mm-hmm. and he helps you know he, he does a lot of cute things he like hangs up all the christmas lights of mm-hmm. their parents house because his dad's a bit older and can't reach it and they have like a problem mm-hmm. with a pipe and you know with that his dad like says it in a really like oh i'm gonna need to call that plumber to fix that pipe because mm-hmm. the mom has told him like christmas carol has been like don't you dare here's a guest like don't ask him to work <laughs> and nick's like super chill about it he's happy to like do it all and figure it mm-hmm. all out and and you know just to make a bit of money to to kind of get through and it's yeah, yeah it's really nice it's like so good i could definitely do it with a task rabbit yeah i know it was great i mean like the task rabbit stuff really came into hand in handy with this so aunt sandy christmas carol's sister uh hosts this pageant every year it's essentially a nativity play like she's written it herself uh it's by herself and it's wild uh but anyway so 
Nick and Peter go and they watch one of the rehearsals and it is not going well. Sandy is just screaming at the children. Literally um, yelling at them like, like wow. She like steals their scripts and like tries, you should be off script. If you're not off script, I'm going to take your lines. Yeah. And she's like doing all four <laughs> parts of the main nativity and it's like, the set, the guy who's designing the set is working at like a snail's pace and mm-hmm. the kids aren't enjoying it and Aunt Sandy isn't enjoying it. It's like... Oh Everyone's boy. miserable, right? Yeah. So then Nick and Peter step in and I love the fact that they call them this because it's so accurate as they're fairy god daddies and they go and they yeah. save the Christmas pageant. Like they yeah. sit down and they like do lines with the kids. They like Nick builds all the sets. I very much enjoyed when Nick had his vest on like... Yes, please. More vested men. Mm -hmm. Very (laughs) nice. Also, yes. Um, And then, like, when he does the modeling with Peter at a different point as well, I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. That's how you hold an axe and don't look like a murderer. Um, (laughs) so, So, yeah, there's a lot of really nice shirtless scenes of sexy men. Um, But their montage for the nativity is beautiful, isn't it? Like, yeah. That's it's really sweet. It's like, I, I think it's nicer than a lot of montages that we've seen um, mm-hmm. because a lot of the montages are like, okay, you're going to be falling in love. Walk in the snow and pretend like you're talking mm-hmm. to each other. Okay, and now you're at this <laughs> bench. Now sit on this bench and do whatever. Like, it, it gave them kind of stuff to do. Like, they were like, mm-hmm. it was like them just being them with each yeah. other completing these tasks that they wanted to do using their specialties mm-hmm. i really love that they were like it's not that the gays know theater it's just the gays know how to do stuff you know and i yeah. was like you know gays <laughs> do know how to do stuff that's fair um and you know it was a lot of mm-hmm. nick using his skills and Pete using his skills yeah. and both of them coming together to come up with this like great uh presentation and, and like there was some cute you know, the, the zip zap boing drama games and they're all in a circle and he's really, yeah. cele- when a kid does the line in the right way, he really celebrates it. And it's about mm-hmm. that positive reinforcement to build the confidence of the kids so that they give the best, the best performance that they can yeah. and feel valued in it without mm-hmm. taking away from Aunt Sandy and it being mm. her thing and like trying to to win win all about. So they did really good. Mm-hmm. The, the final performance is hilarious just just so so funny she she comes out she's dressed as glinda the good witch i I knew it i knew it because i want to ask you about this i was like is she glinda is it somehow miss piggy as glinda because i think it i think it was like i think the the thing is is obviously that she is she says that she was Mm -hmm. on broadway actually she was on a she was an understudy to someone in a play that was off broadway and the biggest broadway musical is obviously wicked Uh so if you were a blonde beautiful woman who was very extreme and wanted to be on Broadway, who do you mm-hmm. want to play? Well, you want to play Glinda. Yeah. So it was, and it was an impeccable costume, just like huge. Her bosom was out. She was wearing this huge crown. I was like, I don't know why you're here, but I'm glad that you are. Um, oh, it was also really, really, really funny when the two teenage girls <gasps> yes. got ready for oh. the nativity mm-hmm. and they looked Horror. I mean, they're in like bright <laughs> lipstick, huge eyeliner, skimpy. She's like, I'm the Virgin Mary. And she's in like a little crop top and a mini bra <laughs> skirt and just like has a sash mm-hmm. over. And she was like, Uncle Peter said it was fine. And Uncle Peter was like, no, I didn't. Yeah. I did not say that. <laughs> Let's do some makeup. Well, because her sister's dress is nice. a sexy donkey. A sexy donkey. <laughs> 
It's a new Halloween costume. Yeah, it was. What? It was very, very raw, uh, raw. Mm-hmm. It, it. You know what it is? It's very. I'm 16. I'm a grown up. I can do yeah. what I want. I'm an adult. <laughs> That's Why exactly you what it was. Like a kid, and it's like you're naked. Yeah. You're going. You're trying to go out completely naked. So stop yeah. it. Just stop it. Like I was glad to see that they did fix those costumes and really tone that back down. But yeah. it was like typical teenager especially after the girls have been meddling in so much stuff like at one point they force nick to get into peter's bed or peter to get into nick's bed they get peter to get into nick's bed because they pretend to be asleep in his bed (laughs) so like that's typical teenage bullshit and like it's not over the top but it's exactly what a teenage girl or two would do oh, in yeah, those situations. Oh yeah, that to them is like everything is a movie and they're mm-hmm. gonna do the stuff how they want to do it. Um, but yeah. yeah, they do, they, they anyway, the nativity yeah, sorry. really I think is on par in terms of the kids' costumes, not the slutty mm-hmm. ones, the ones they finally go with, um, mm-hmm. with love actually. Like I really, yes. I had that huge like flashback where I was like, oh look, it's an octopus. Like this guy's dressed <laughs> as a pig and he's got his cap on backwards and like, you know there's all these different things and then when they do do the show there's mm-hmm. a few like bits that are, are like you know it's just kids getting stuff wrong right or yeah whatever. it's like you know the star comes down and it's like really low and like they go mary rode a do- jennifer called mary rode a donkey all the way to bethlehem <laughs> and then a camel comes out and then a donkey also yeah. comes out and goes <laughs> And she rode a camel, a camel, and a, she split the ride between the camel and the donkey <laughs> to Bethlehem. And it was like, yes, I, I love this because that's like, mm. it really reminds me there was a book um, that I remember that, that came out, I don't know, probably 2000 or something or other, that was like really popular for a while, but then like faded into nothing that was called A Wayne in a Manger. And it was like stories <laughs> of school nativity plays where this kid was like well no where does the baby jesus go because this is wayne in the manger because they had a way in a manger and thought it was wayne so it was just like <laughs> lots of stories about like kids getting confused in nativities and it really reminded me of that uh, i think i don't know where you can get the book but if you can't you should totally get it it's very like mm-hmm. funny funny i think it might be written by tori but it's still funny so yeah swings and roundabouts <laughs> you, you can't win them all can you really can't um, win them all also no. sorry to that author if you're not tori i'm sure you're listening <laughs> You never know. Um, never know. Yeah, like this this film was a lot of fun from start to finish. The way that it ends is also beautiful. Like obviously by the end, we've spoken about this multiple times, they do get together. Um, but it turns out like, so through the film, Peter has been talking about moving back to New Hampshire to be closer to his family. He's sick of the rat race in LA. He's sick of being a social media, whatever he is. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Nick, Nick was upset earlier in the film because he thought that, Peter wanted to move away from him, but obviously it doesn't turn out to be that. But uh, Nick's last task rabbit before he's supposed to get on his plane to go back to LA is in an, like, not an abandoned shop, but an empty shop. Yeah. And Peter loves plants. He loves his plants. He's named them. He speaks to them. It speaks yeah, to he's my a soul. Gay. Because, like, I love my plants too. Um, and I have named them um, very sadly. But anyway, we'll not talk about that. Um <laughs> But yeah, maybe so... next, join us tomorrow where I will try and force. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> um, yeah, so they, they do this and then, you know, Peter catches up with him. I think he uses find my friend or something like that. Is that right? And he finds, oh no, he drives past. And no, he, he just drives past and he sees the yeah. rental car and he's like, oh my God, that's a rental car. 
Yeah. Um, so, so I mean, in. when you're in a small town, there's only one street. It's like it's not that hard to find someone, is it? <laughs> it shouldn't be. Um, yeah. At least not in these towns. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, he goes into the empty shop. Nick is standing there and he's like, I have decided that we're going to rent this and we're going to use the money from my first book to open this store and make you happy. And, yeah. you know, they have this like slight This is your Christmas present. Here's six months of rent for this yeah. shop. Go and, go and have your amazing plant shop that you want to have. Exactly. And then, like, very cutely, you know, Peter's like, will you help me? Because I don't know how to put up a shelf. And Nick's like, yeah, of course. And then they have their kiss and it snows. And it's just, like, the perfect end to this really happy and joyful film. Um, Yeah. And then Nick writes the draft to Saving Emmett 2, the next Mm -hmm. book, which is so cute. I was like, yay, all of these dogs in these Christmas movies. Don't know how it's happened this year, but everyone suddenly got dog. Um... And uh, yeah, so there he writes. It's the kids. He's reading mm-hmm. the book to the ne- his to Peter's nephews, and it turns mm-hmm. out obviously Peter's nephews really love the book, the first book. So they suggest, oh, you should write a book about mm-hmm. him, Emmett, in the dog hotel and going swimming and all of the stuff. And you know, at first yeah. he's sad because he thinks he's leaving you, and then you and Uncle Peter pick him up. And at the end mm-hmm. of the book, it goes. Nick and Uncle Peter went and picked up Emmett and they all moved to New Hampshire together. Yeah. And it was like, oh, what a beautiful way to tell your family. Like, oh. So cute. So, so cute. And they were all so hype. And I was hype. Yeah. And it was really wonderful. And mm-hmm. happiness. Yeah. Content. I, I was like, ah, after this. <laughs> despite a lack of Vanessa Hudgens, I'm going to give this five Vanessa Hudgens. I give this five. five as well. Like, yeah. I, this is, I feel like mm-hmm. this is the only movie we've given a five out of five that hasn't had Vanessa in it. And it yeah. is wonderful, mm-hmm. joyful, gay, Jennifer Coolidge, <laughs> funny, a lot of attractive men, mm-hmm. a lot of weird moments that make me laugh. Just a wonderful Christmas time all round. Yeah. No, it was fab. Um, I would highly recommend you watch it, especially because we have gone around and about to talk about this film as we are wont to do. It's um, on Netflix, so it it's nice and Netflix, easy to get. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I suppose wrapping up, you can join us again tomorrow for day two of the Seven Days of Christmas, and we're going to be talking about Let It Snow. Yay! Mm. <laughs> um, snow, snow, snow. Yeah, it you know let it snow. Another one, a little bit of joy. Also available on Netflix. Another one set in an American town, but filmed in Canada. (laughs) Yeah, it's set in Christmas Town, Christmas State, USA. Um, Yes, (laughs) as per usual. But thank you for joining us. If you want to share your opinions, you can tweet at us at Jingle Bells Pod. You can also pop over to our Instagram, where we are just popping out a bunch of different festive content for the whole of this week. Again, at Jungle Wheels Pod. And you can find me at Naomi EH with various underscores on different platforms. You can find me at Beg's Poet. And we'll see you tomorrow. Happy Christmas! Santa, I've been good this year. Thank you for listening to Jingle Bells. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It means a lot and makes a huge difference. You can find us online at Jingle Bells Pod or listen along on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or with your preferred podcast provider. None of them help.